Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us this afternoon along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins. We have hijacked Bob Stoffer's time slot. Sort of. He's in San Jose with the Edmonton Oilers, and he'll check in a little bit later on. Rob and I are camped out in the Hall of Fame room at Rogers Place. The Oilers have not made a deal today. On the weekend, they traded Brandon Davidson to the Islanders for a third rounder in 2019. Mark Letestu went to the Nashville Predators for Pontus Aberg, who should make his Oilers debut tomorrow against the Sharks. That one is on 6.30, Chad. 7 o'clock face-off show game at 8 30. Okay, so the trade that just broke here before the 12.30 news, Evander Kane goes from Buffalo to San Jose, a conditional first-rounder in 2019, a conditional fourth-rounder in 2020, and forward Dan O'Regan, who won Rookie of the Year in the AHL last year. Yeah, and just reading online right now from Bob McKenzie talked about the fact that it is a rental. There's no extension in place for Evander Kane. So, uh, yeah, again, I am not sold on Evander Kane. I, I think that he comes with baggage and you must have a very, very strong dressing room if you bring Evander Kane into it. So we'll see how that translates. He is a talented hockey player, but there is baggage when you're getting an Evander Kane into your lineup. Anaheim gets Jason Chimera from the Islanders for Chris Wagner and a very noteworthy as well. Paul Stastny to Winnipeg from St. Louis. Couple of draft picks and Eric Foley going to the Blues. Okay. Pleased to welcome to the show John Shannon from NHL Hockey on Rogers. John, well, a bit of a change up today. You're stuck with Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown. How are you doing? Well, we've gone from the outhouse to the penthouse, boys. <laughs> we've been saying that all day, too. I'm glad that you agreed with that. Wow. You know what? Anything to just debug Bob is my job. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people like making that their job. Hey, uh, we're counting down here 24 minutes, though. Obviously, a lot of trades uh, get announced uh, afterwards, I think you just came on the line there when when Rob was giving his perspective on Evander Kane going to the Sharks. And I should mention as well, Rob's not a fan of trading first rounders uh, for rental players. But uh, what's your take on on Kane and, and him going to the Sharks and that deal? Well, you know, they never really have replaced the goal scoring of Patrick Marlowe. So then you have to look at at, at what's out there in order to try to. Uh, have something for Marlowe's wing position. Um, I think any question you have with Kane has nothing to do with his athletic ability or his ability to score. But where's his head? Where's his where, where's his head at? Uh, can he be a team player? Can he not be perceived as the selfish guy that a lot of people say he is? There's no doubt physically that this guy is a monster. He, he, but you know, as Peter DeBoer who who hasn't had him before and didn't even have him in junior hockey because Kane, as everybody knows there, was a Western League guy and DeBoer's in the O. You have to wonder how, how this is going to work. It's a, it's a bit of a risk for 
for Doug Wilson, and that, that to me is the interesting part of all this. The other big trade today was the, the the Stasny trade, which to me surprised me a little bit since it was a divisional trade. And unless something happens with St. Louis over the next, I guess, hour with, with trades after the deadline, it almost looks at the last six games that they've lost has put them into a position where, you know what, maybe this isn't our year because you're not only trading a pretty good player on your team, but you're trading it to a team that you might have to play in possibly the first or second round. So does it look like to you that St. Louis right now is saying, all right, let's get whatever we can with our assets because this might not be our year? Well, I think that's exactly what happened. I think Doug Armstrong, after the game in Nashville yesterday, walked out and said, okay, we got to blow this thing up a bit. I, you know, there's been a lot of talk about other players on that team. Berglund, Sabatka, Upshaw uh, on the move today, too. And those are the little deals that could happen between now and 3 o'clock or even after 3 Eastern time. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I do think that they're they're blowing it up a little bit. I mean, Paul Stasty was an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season and wasn't going to be signed for that kind of money again. So from that perspective, I think Doug Armstrong was being proactive. Okay, I got to shift it to a local focus here, John. What, if anything, are you hearing about Patrick Maroon? That he's going. Uh, <laughs> where he's going is still a question. Uh, you know, but I think we had to. I think there's a lot of belief that we had to have the Kane deal done first before guys like Maroon go. So I, I think in the next 20 minutes we're going to have a situation where we see guys like Maroon. Thomas Bannock, Nyquist, maybe even a long shot in Pacioretty go at the deadline. What do you think the odds are of Eric Carlson going? And if that happens, what is the reception or perception in the Ottawa fan base if they trade one of the, uh, to me, he's one of the top five players in the world? Well, I think you've answered the, uh, the latter question already when you say top five players in the world, Robbie. Um, I think it's a devastating blow to the franchise, not just the team, but the franchise. And I think the fans will be very upset. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but, you know, I'm I'm an island on this one. I have a lot of guys around me, Chris Johnson, Elliot Friedman, Nick Kiprio, saying, yeah, they, it's, it's going to happen. And they're hearing names like Washington and Vegas uh, and Tampa in on him. And, and the other thing is, if it's not Carlson going to one of those teams, Perhaps it's Ryan McDonough of the New York Rangers. Well, yeah, that's a good point, that, that McDonough could be uh, could be moved today as well. John Shannon joining us on Oilers Now. Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins at Rogers Place as we count down to the trade deadline. It is at 1. Obviously, we expect several trades, though, to be uh, announced after the 1 o'clock deadline. I, I mean, John, what is... What is your sense? Because, you know, Stoffer was on with us earlier, and we were talking about some of the stories out of Ottawa. What is your sense of the relationship between Melnick and Carlson? Has it, you know, do you believe it's decayed to the point that a lot of people are reporting, or what do you think there? I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. You I mean I think a lot of people connect the dots. Here's the one thing I can tell you: one one of Eric Carlson's best friends is Senator's legend Daniel Alfredson. And Daniel Alfredson has no relationship with Eugene Melnick. Uh, So that would lead me to believe that Carlson might be closer to the Alfredson side than the Melnick side. Uh, I can't sit here and say, well, I I know they don't speak, because I I don't know that. Um, But Eugene is trying to run a business, and Eric Carlson is trying to play hockey, and they don't necessarily 
that's not necessarily the same agenda. <laughs> and I think that uh, I think there's a lot to be said that Eric Carlson has grown frustrated with some of the things that the owner has said. And, and rightfully so. What, now, what's your thoughts on on the trade deadline day and players, or excuse me, teams making these big splashes for rental players? I know I, I'm not a fan of it. I know as a media dude, it's it, it makes for good TV or good radio to be able to talk about it. But giving up future for someone that's guaranteeing you, guaranteeing you nothing, not even guaranteeing you a playoff spot. Do you, do you, is this something that you agree with? Is this something that uh, is overblown? Is it sometimes where teams are giving up way too much for someone that might get them, you know, a first-round exit? Uh, what do you think about it? Uh, the answer is it only works if you win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I agree there. I agree. You know, you know, so you look at the record, and, we, you know, when we're sitting here talking about Andy Bathgate in 64 and Butch Goring in 80 and Ron Francis in 92 and Rick Tockett in 93... That's a long time ago. Uh, that's a long time ago. Uh, the Rangers did it in 94, but I don't think it's really been practical uh, with a move since the salary cap came in 14 years ago. And I think that's a real concern. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you. I do. It's, if it's not a trade that you would do in September, then certainly don't do it uh, in March. And a lot of teams are, are, are mortgaging their future on players that they hope they hope can take them somewhere and most time more times than not it doesn't work out that way yeah hey boys i gotta run thanks john good to have you on the show okay bye-bye that's john shannon checking in obviously busy day for him he's with uh, nhl hockey on rogers want to remind you that some guests on oilers now receive gift certificates to ruth's chris steakhouse follow the sizzle to alberta's own ruth's chris steakhouse 9990 jasper avenue reminder that every wednesday is date night at ruth's chris where two can dine for 120 dollars well, you, you and I, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that, a bro date? <laughs> I'm not sure. I haven't been on a lot of them. I'm not, I'm not sure. We'll have to find out. And, and I don't actually want to find out. So, no, we're not asking anyone that question. We're going to keep that between you and I. <laughs> All right. So, the uh, trade tracker is... <laughs> Uh, Evander Kane goes to San Jose, conditional first rounder in 2019, conditional 2020 fourth rounder, Dan O'Regan. Chris Wagner to the Islanders, Jason Chimera to the Ducks, Brendan Leipzig to the Canucks, Philip Holm to the Golden Knights, Paul Stastny to the Jets. The Blues get a couple of draft picks and Eric Foley. The Predators get Ryan Hartman and a, Ryan Hartman and a fifth rounder from Chicago. The Blackhawks get a first rounder, a fourth rounder, and Victor Ejcel from the Nashville Predators. Ian Cole, who Ottawa just got a couple days ago, goes to Columbus for a prospect and a 2020 third rounders. So that's some of the activity today here on the NHL Trade Tracker. We're awaiting a uh, potential Patrick Maroon trade. I know Phil Maroon, who is Patrick's brother, who's pretty uh, active on Twitter if you follow him. He just put out, my wife has said since all this speculation started that Pat wouldn't get traded. She's never wrong. She continues to stand pat with her prediction. If this is true, I would like Peter to compensate me for time lost. You know, well, he's got one of those wives that's never wrong, just like I do. I th- <laughs> wow. I thought I was the only one that had a wife that was never wrong. She tells me that all the time. So we'll see what happens with Maroon. I mean, if he, okay, so he, what do you... Does, does Peter Shirelli come out here and announce a contract extension? It's possible. I mean, that's entirely possible. And uh, the Oilers are not deep on the wings. And uh, we have seen in the past 
couple of years that they have had success, and Maroon has had success playing here. He's a big body that, uh, you know, he scored 27 last year. He's got a, an outside chance if he plays the rest of the way to score 20, 23 again this year. And, and there's a possibility that, yeah, if they don't see that they're getting back something that they consider enough for Patrick Maroon, if they feel that between the them and Patrick Maroon's management team that they can get a deal done for the right price, but that's the problem. It has to be the right price because, uh, and I'm not sure that Patrick Maroon and his agents feel that they can get enough here out of Edmonton with where where the contracts are going to be at next year with the salary cap. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I still expect something to happen, but uh, and it's funny. And John Shannon also said he's the he's the one guy who he doesn't think Carlson's going. He he admitted a lot of his media brethren think that that Eric Carlson will go. I mean, that's obviously the biggest name out there, I, still I, out there potentially. I'd be shocked, honestly, be shocked. I mean, you're you're trading one of the top five players in the world. I mean, you may not have anyone in your stands for the rest of the season if they trade Carlson. You're saying, all right, you know what? I don't care anymore as an ownership. That's just my thoughts. Uh, I, I love our listeners. I got, this is to my Inside Sports email, insidesports at 630shed.com. Uh, guy texting and reads, it's not a bro date. It would be a mandate. Oh, a mandate. <laughs> it, it's, it's a play it's, on words. It's going to be neither. Well, no, it would just be two guys going for steak. That would be a good I'm hungry right now, too, by the way. <laughs> just thought I'd say that. I, for, I forgot it was lunch hour. I don't hour think we were people can here. deliver in here. We're the, well, the Hall of Fame. Just come bang secure. on the glass. We can see everybody outside. We bang need on one the of glass. those. We need one of those little uh, sliding windows like prisoners have. Oh, trust really? me. If someone comes out there with food, I will run around <laughs> right outside. Just stand by the Gretzky statue. That's where we are right now. Just on the other side of the window. Rob Brown <laughs> accepting all forms of food. Just uh, about. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what usually happens on deadline day. And then after 1 o'clock, we won't have time to announce everything. We'll be, or we'll be looking up every seventh rounder that got traded for somebody else who was a seventh rounder two years. Two. We got a trade here. Vanek to Columbus. All right. Thomas Vanek to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Do we have a return yet, Brendan? I'm not seeing one. No, nothing yet. That's Vanek from Bob McKenzie. Bob McKenzie, Vanek heading to CBJ. That's all we know so far. Well, maybe when we come back, we'll have the other half of that trade. It is 1248 special trade deadline coverage on Oilers Now on 630 Chet. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. It's NHL Trade Deadline Day with Bob Stoffer, Jack Michaels, and Rob Brown. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.50. The trade deadline's in 10 minutes. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown inside Rogers Place. Brendan Ulrich. Back at the 6.30 Chet Studio with the latest. Yeah, we mentioned uh, the Vanek trade there, Reed. He is uh, off to Columbus and a former Oiler, UC Jokinen, on the move again. He's going to Vancouver along with uh, Tyler Mott. So Jokinen, is this going to be his fourth team this year? Edmonton, LA, Edmonton, Columbus, LA. Vancouver, yes. Wow, okay. That, that's a busy, that, that makes you a suitcase. <laughs> that's right. 
Four teams in a career is a lot. Hey, speaking of uh, suitcases, you can escape the cold this February and March. Get away with New West Travel and great last-minute deals to fun in the sun destinations. These all-inclusive vacation packages include airfare, meals, drinks, and entertainment, including parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. On sale now, the Riviera Maya for $12.95, Puerto Vallarta for $12.07. For reservations and more information, call the travel experts at New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. All right, thanks, Brendan. We also have Stoffer Trivia today. Presented by Mr. Lube, winter driving begins at Mr. Lube, Canada's leader in car maintenance. Just came up with the question during the commercial. Okay, Because we in. never host Oilers now. We didn't know we had to do a trivia question. Okay, I'm ready. It's about Rob Brown. Oh, I'm, I'm, I got a 50-50 that, that, chance of getting it right. That's, the, that's how I think. Hmm. Who can I make a trivia question about? Oh, how about the guy sitting right next to me? Why not? Let's see if I can get it. On December 21st, 1990, Rob Brown was traded from Pittsburgh to Hartford for who? Oh, I know that You know one. the answer. Actually, I moved into his house. Oh, that's I got convenient. traded for him, then moved into his house. I do. I, I actually have to scroll up so I don't have to look at your picture on Hockey I know. DB. It's the worst picture ever. And we emailed. Seriously. We, 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 you we and talked I, to the guy in the we phone. We interviewed the Hockey DB guy. Yeah. And we said, we're going to send you a new picture. And then he said, I can't use that because it's not copyrighted or something. We should just take a picture of you right now. I Use an emoji. I don't care what he uses. It's the worst picture <laughs> well, ever. Use the poop emoji? I, yeah, I don't care what you use. <laughs> I may have been uh, under the weather that morning after a night Is that a, a night Hartford out. picture? That's I don't a Hartford picture. Yeah, like seriously. Oh my god. Like my mom wouldn't even like that picture and she likes me. 780-496-0063 December 1990. Right before Christmas, Rob Brown traded from Pittsburgh to Hartford for who? That was right after I got called into the, the GM's office and said, okay, you're going to be traded by the 18th of December and if you're not traded by then, you won't be traded till after the Christmas break because we don't want to mess up your Christmas. And then I got taken up. Uh, Badger? Badger? No, who was it? Was it Badger Bob came on the ice. He was the coach, and he came on the ice in a morning skate, said, hey, do you want to play more? And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to move up to the first line. I said, yeah, yeah, I do. And he says, okay, come with me. So we skate over. I'm like, all right, we're going to go meet, talk to the new line. Basically, things. We walk, he skates right off the ice. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And we walked all the way through the dressing room into the GM's office. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not on the first line tonight. I am going to Hartford, well, where I did Hartford's get to play. And I did. I got my line mates were Ronnie Francis, Pat Verbeek, and my first game in Hartford, we won one nothing, and I scored a goal. So it was pretty good for That's a while. That's a good line, though. Then then they Francis traded Francis up with the Penguins as well. And then my next uh, line mate was centerman was Terry Yake. So I, I do like Yaker, but he's not Ronnie Francis, so it. It wasn't as good after Ronnie left. Worked out well for Ronnie as he won two Stanley Cups in Pittsburgh. All right. Do we have a winner yet, Brendan? Yeah, Glenn's our winner. Glenn is the winner. And I got traded for uh, an American hockey player named Scott Young, uh, who had a very nice career and ended up with, with my Stanley Cup ring. And I believe he uh, is in the Penguins' front office now. Is I he? think he's doing player development. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's a good man. Really, really good guy. Here's some other trivia. Okay, I'm ready. So UC Jokinen is going to join his fourth team this season, becoming the fourth player in NHL history, assuming he plays a game for Vancouver. I don't see why he wouldn't. To uh, He'll become the fourth player in NHL history to play for four teams in one year. Seriously? There's that many guys. De- Dennis O'Brien in 77-78 played for Cleveland Colorado, Boston, and the Minnesota North Stars. So he played for three teams that no longer exist. The uh, Colorado Rockies, the Cleveland Barons, and the Minnesota North Stars. He was, he was that good that three franchises shut down as soon as he left. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't have a Brian. we got to move to another city. <laughs> Dave McIlwain in 91-92 played for the Maple Leafs, Sabres, Jets, and Islanders. Yeah, he's a buddy of mine. I played with him in Pittsburgh. Great guy. And... No, this well, we'll have to see. We'll oh. have to put this trivia question in our back pocket for someday. Well, that the is other a good guy, one. the other guy is Mark Arcabello. In fourteen fifteen, he played for the Oilers, Penguins, Predators, and Coyotes. How about that? And then he just played. Uh, wasn't he on the Olympic? He team? He was on the American Olympic team. He was. A couple American Olympians uh, have signed since the Olympics have ended. And Chris Kelly is one Canadian of Canadian Olympians signed with uh, Anaheim. Yeah, and Gianta went to Boston. Yeah. Well, and there was one other kid. I thought one other guy got signed. I can't remember. So Boston got Nash and Gianta. I was joking with my buddy. They're loading up for a 2007 Stanley Cup run. Well, they're they're loading up for an alumni game. <laughs> I mean, it worked out well their first game. They lose 4-1 to the Buffalo Sabres. Actually, Nash looked good in that game. He had a ton of chances. Just wasn't. I mean, he could still score. Just like you said, he's not quite as all-around deadly as he once was. No, and actually, the, the player that was having the better season was Grabner who got traded. He has 25 goals on the year, and he got traded to... He went to the Devils. Yeah. The Devils making a push right now as uh, they've got a, a nice little run going led by Taylor Hall. All right, so the trade deadline is about three and a half minutes away. It has been relatively quiet, though uh, Vanek goes to the Blue Jackets for UC Jokin and Tyler Mott. Evander Kane goes to the Sharks for a first, a fourth, and Dan O'Regan. Jason Chimera to the... Ducks, Chris Wagner to the Islanders in that deal. And Paul Stastny goes to the Jets for a couple of draft picks and Eric Foley. Ryan Hartman, the headliner in a deal. He goes from Chicago to Nashville. We do have a trade tracker on 630Ched.com, so uh, you can check that out. The Oilers have not done anything today that has been announced. Uh, We're at the point where, obviously, if they are doing something, it's probably being furiously filed with the NHL right now and can be announced after 1 o'clock. Patrick Maroon is the center of that discussion, and that's how he came here two years ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, when Peter Shirelli came out and did his media availability about the trade deadline after the deadline, he said, I've made another trade, but I'm just going to be cautious and not announce it because it's still being processed by the league. We could find ourselves in a similar situation today. We will keep you updated as soon as we know something. Special trade deadline coverage on Oilers Now on 630 Chet.